Welcome to Hashtag All Podcast Matter presents Just a regular ass movie review Find out what happens when black teens star in I Know What You Did Last Summer Yeah, we watched Thriller Because, hey, I don't have to put on my pants <laughs> It's great when you don't have to leave the house okay. And the movie is under 90 minutes Under 90 minutes <laughs> Like, wait, whoa, like, whoa like Credits included Yeah so I'm like my my thing is like I need it to be under ninety like if it's under ninety but like like eighty though I just need I don't want to be too short right yeah exactly you're not a real movie if you're under eighty minutes yeah you're a short I film I don't take that's right it's a it's a novella yeah <laughs> I, I don't take you seriously but ninety minutes is that's a sweet spot right there oh yeah I think it was like one twenty six I was like whoo and it needed to be one twenty six it sure did. Yeah, uh, there's a little bit of filler, but that's okay. Like when I watched the, oh, <laughs> I skipped ten minutes of this movie, skipping forward. <laughs> like get to the murdering. You could definitely watch this at like one and a half times speed and not miss it. Not mm. miss it. No, I just skipped to the parts where I knew it was like, That's why Netflix is the best because of their uh, little preview of the. <laughs> yeah, 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 like when I'm skipping forward, like this scene, this scene, this scene, this scene, this scene. All right, it's for scene change. They're in the kitchen again. I, I don't need this. <laughs> So, our Thriller, it's a black film, and you didn't bring it up directed by anybody. We don't do that anyway. Yeah, we do. I'm going to say it. I already, have, I already have the tab open. Yeah. It's directed by Dallas Jackson. Mm-hmm. You might know him from, uh, like, plenty of other films that, you know, mm-hmm. plenty of other films. He's, yeah. This is his only film, actually. Yeah. Did he write something else on something? He wrote some other stuff. On what? Like Because uh, he wrote the movie, too. He's a co-writer with somebody else. I forgot who the other person is. But they didn't have a picture on IMDb, so that says a lot. <laughs> oh, Ken Rance? Yeah. I think it's related to Love Rance. I think it is Love. I think I think Love Rance is a stage name. Ken Rance. <laughs> it's the same person? Yeah. Remember when Love Rance is like, he got the hit and he started to run away? He was like, ha, ah, I'm going to keep all the starting for myself. And he was like, okay, cool. <laughs> That's how I think it would happen, because it was just like Love Rance had the hit, 50 jumped on the hit. And then he just like try to go out, and then HBK game was like, fine, we're still here. And then I never heard from Love Rants anymore. Never again. Yeah. And HBK is still doing the thing. Yeah. They're kind of bigger than ever. Good for them. Yeah. They're Bay Area big. Yeah. <laughs> it's, still, it's still a good way to be. It is, but it's like cats are not following the, the blueprint, the very easy blueprint. Keep putting out music. Yeah, that's true. People don't want to, don't, if I can't find you, then. You just keep putting out music. I'm looking for a new Ezel music. Is he in jail? Can somebody text me? Is Ezel in jail? Well, uh, I am Sue stays working though. I see his his stuff out all the time. Yeah, he stays working, but he's... I don't know about the rest of the gang. Oh, Pilo's the producer, so he's making all the money. Yeah, so all you got to do is be a producer, and then you can rap on his album. Is actually pretty cool. It sounds good. I heard it. Yeah, but uh, anyway, back to what I was talking about. Ezel, <laughs> is he in jail? Because he put out the drug funny, and I've heard some shit from. Him. I saw some new shit, but it ain't on fucking Spotify. Did something go wrong? I don't know what's going on. Somebody tweet us if you're familiar with the Bay Area rap scene. Yeah. Do you know who Ezel is? Nope. Oh, I gotta play you. He's. I think he's Cambodian. He says the N word. So. Oh, perfect. that. Oh. But also, Did he must have went to high school with us. Oh no no no! He's from Funktown. Oh okay. And if you never heard of Funktown, good. <laughs> I have that's, not. That's real East Oakland shit. That's old old East Oakland shit right there. I mean, is it East Oakland? I think it's anyway, uh, exactly. I'm not even sure. <laughs> oh, so uh, we're talking about Thriller? Thriller. Which has, I, I like the name of the movie because it, it's super innovative and unique. And you wouldn't, you wouldn't confuse it with any sort of other medium. 
Oh yeah, this is hard to Google, my nigga. <laughs> like what pops up is I forgot who directed Thriller, the the, the actual Michael Jackson one, <laughs> but it's somebody. I think it's Scorsese or one of them yeah, motherfuckers. Yeah. Yeah. It's like directed by Martin Scorsese, not that one, the other one. It's like why the hell would they? And never yeah, mind. You have to get past the music video, uh, several porn parodies, mm-hmm. and then you get to this movie. Yeah, and that, that's about right. I mean, some of those were good. I mean, the porn parodies. Yeah, yeah. Um. So it's a thriller set in Compton. So let's just dive right into it after we gave you all the feeling in the world. Okay, so um, I know what you did last summer, but set in South Central Los Angeles. Compton, fool. They said Compton. Okay. On the IMDb, it says South Central Los Angeles. But in the movie, it says actually says Compton. A bunch of times. There's a Compton billboard, Compton High. <laughs> just in case you forgot. Mm-hmm. There, weren't, there weren't any like title cards of location that appear on like, a water or anything like that. Well, they had a billboard that says Compton. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, so we get... We get the fact, so we open up with a bunch of kids in an abandoned house that would have crackheads in it. It would. That's probably the most unbelievable part of the film, <laughs> is that there's a, there's a quality abandoned house and there's nobody in it. No, did you see how big that house was and supposed to be in Compton? They weren't making houses like that in Compton. It's a two-story house with a fucking fat-ass balcony and shit like that. And it's, it's going unsold. <laughs> Multiple bedrooms, right? Two-story house and shit like that, and it, and it's condemned or some shit like that. What the fuck ever? White people have bought that shit, and this was this was only four years ago. Yeah, that's true. White people already gentrified that place. White people was like, oh my god, and it looks haunted. Oh, and that means nothing ever can go wrong. Let me move my whole family there. Shit. So a group of kids are playing a prank, are playing a prank on um, possibly a special needs kid. No, named, no, no, named no, no, Chauncey. No, 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 on Chauncey, Chauncey, Chauncey Page. Uh, a nigga named Chauncey. Not to be confused with Chauncey Billups. Or Chauncey from Black Street. Uh, I don't know if you remember him. He's as black as the street was. Yes. And while doing research for this movie, yes, for th- for this movie, uh-huh. I learned that Teddy Riley is no longer in Black Street. You mean Black Street's no longer can talk to Teddy Riley. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah. But it's a funny story because Chauncey from Black Street, after the trademark expired, he registered Black Street in his name. Oh, good job. Yeah, it'd be kind of like if I registered all podcasts matter, and then you'd be like, "Damn, Keen, what I thought it was for both of us." I'm like, "Nah, it's mine now." Damn it, I gotta keep my head on swivel. <laughs> so what? Get ready for 2027, Vic. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever can register first. Um. So this is so it. Um. First five minutes in the movie, I'm like, "Who the fuck wrote this?" So <laughs> so they're 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 hatching out their plan. It's like, all right, since Chauncey likes you, I think her name was Lisa. It so, is. Chauncey likes you, Lisa. Let's bring him in here, and we're going to scare him because he has a stutter, and he's a little slow, and so we're going to use the R word. They did, several times. Several times in the movie, which I was like, oh, my God. You guys saying this shit out loud? This was only four years ago, which they grew up really big to four years. They were huge. Yeah. They're they, probably either- They're seniors in high school, so they were, they were, they were, they were, they were eighth graders doing this shit? The, the timeline makes no sense. It, it's probably best if you don't think about it. Again. Maybe they're eating a lot of hormone-enhanced uh, chicken breast. Hey, social commentary, baby. This this is full of social commentary, and we're gonna ignore the, we're gonna ignore the, uh, the 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 beat you over the head social commentary about getting out the hood. No, we're not. No, we're not at all. Because they said it like thirty <laughs> times in every scene. Like I swear to God, all it needed was Keen Ivory Wayne's dressed as a mailman saying message. That would have been a little more subtle. <laughs> I'm, I'm wondering if this movie takes place close to Halloween because they had to have been planning this for a long time. No, they wouldn't. Where do they get the masks from? Is it close to Halloween? Is there a, is there a Halloween outlet? In that's Com- a lot of masks. Where do they get the money to get all the masks, though? 
I know there was some, was they one, were like twelve deep. Was one person funding this? Did they all save up? Somebody oh. somebody wasn't eating lunch. So this is how good of a person Chauncey is, right? Chauncey's poor, right? We get it from the way he dresses like a West Oakland bar station jacker. Um, <laughs> he's poor and he spends his money at the the liquor store with his Korean lady. He's like, anyway. Uh, and he spends his money to buy a hot dog, right? Which I didn't see no food prep plate. Anyway, so he gets the hot dog, and then he gives it to the homeless person. And the person's like, Chauncey, my nigga, how you doing? Be good in school and shit like that, right? So this is the person Chauncey is, right? Well, Chauncey didn't want him to drink his uh, his Carlo Rossi on an empty stomach. Exactly. Mando 2020. Um, so that's the kind of kid Chauncey is. He spends his no money to help a homeless person. This is the person they chose to pick on in the movie. They all need to die and go to hell. These are horrible children. Because that means if they're all seniors in high school, that means they're all they were eighth graders. If you're doing this at eighth grader, you are a shitty person. Like you, you, you deserve to die in the streets because you're a shitty person. You're picking on a person that you you think is mentally challenged. And this wasn't 1970s. This was four years ago. Okay, I blame, yeah. I blame the internet. Yeah, I blame no. I'm like, you you have to start a movie with some kind of background. I'm like, black black kids don't do this. We are in our mid thirties, and when we, and we weren't PC when we were children. We knew what we didn't pick on. All right. But yeah, you you knew, you knew back then. because yeah. those kids are off limits. Yeah, exactly. Because we'll beat your ass for being a bad person. And we grew up in the ghetto too, and they're supposed to be in the ghetto. The ghetto got rules. All right. You just don't go around picking on the special needs children's. Especially four years ago in 2014. Because the movie said 2018, so I'm saying 2014. Yeah, that makes sense. 2013 at the earliest. So the kids lure Chauncey into this house? Because he likes Lisa. And he's special needs, remember? Because they called him special needs. That's true. So Lisa says she lost her kitten in the house. Could you come into this abandoned house and help me find my lost kitten? And this is his stutter. Sure. He has a mild stutter. It's pretty mild. He sounds like Joel Santana. Mm -hmm. Or a dragon. Mm-hmm. That's the second time this year we mentioned Dragon on this show. Man, I'm jealous. I didn't get to say it. <laughs> <laughs> so when Chauncey spits, he just spits fire. He's a good rapper, right? He just couldn't put a good project together. I thought he was a good rapper. Uh, he, which Joel's or no uh, Dragon? Yeah. Um. Well, he speaks with a stutter, but he rhymes well. Yes. So like a dead snitch, it's hard to tell. Um. I heard his album recently, actually, and I kind of liked it. His old album or a new album? Old, old, old. Okay. old. <laughs> he found some new shit? Yeah, he's still rapping. It's the fucking, hey, it's the, it's the age of the old nigga. Remember, you used to be, couldn't be old and put out music anymore. Now niggas is going, like, number one because it's all spins. Like, I mean, it's all, like, streams. Exactly. That's why I don't think it's too old for us to put together an R&B group. I think when we're, like, 45, we should do it. Oh, yeah, that's different. R&B is different. We just got to learn how to croon properly. Oh, oh, and the, remember, the whispers couldn't dance, so all we gotta do is like the littlest. Well, of two I step. can dance. The littlest of two step. Mm-hmm. I think we gotta, you know, gotta hit, we gotta just bring back old shit. You know, it's how Bruno Mars became famous. It's like maybe if I do shit that black people are not doing anymore, I can get money. I don't know if we can get famous that way because he's super ambiguous. Oh, he's super. I thought he was Filipino. Yeah, he's so ambiguous. Like you, you don't even know. And he's like, is he like Puerto Rican and German or something like that? I don't know. <laughs> like, it's you can't Google it actually. Mm-hmm. Like, I it, thought Ariana Grande was a Latina. Turned out she's just Italian, so she's just white. Man, being ambiguous is super helpful. <sighs> she's, just, she's just white. It's like Italian. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. I'm gonna put that on all my job um, applications going forward. What ambiguous? Yeah, when, che- when you check your race, I'm just gonna write in ambiguous, <laughs> ambiguous light skin. Yeah, uh, you, you don't have ambiguous light skin. You look like you got nigatry on both sides of your family. I know, but they can't see me. <laughs> <laughs> true, true, true. Uh, <laughs> Nigatry on both sides of the family. We're getting close to the 300 episodes, and I'm gonna say it right now. On our 300 episode, we're gonna do an ancestry or an ancestry chest, not ancestry. I should have a great commercial for ancestry.com, and I'm gonna say it because I actually hope somebody steals it to make it. All right, because you know they made that stupid commercial about the uh, the white guy run away with a slave girl to Toronto. Yeah, they actually made the commercial. I was like, here it is. This won't won't offend people except for stupid people, right? It's a Klansman. He's at a Klansman rally, right? And they do that soft lighting they did in the racist one. But it's like Klans guy. And he's like, we hate niggers and Jews. We hate niggers and Jews. 100% Aryan. And then he does an ancestry. Somebody gives him a free ancestry. Chase. And he's like, oh, this ought to be like, I can see my Aryan background. You know, maybe some German and some Irish. And it says like 25% Negro. And then he hangs himself. I like it. Yeah. Maybe not the last part because I wanted to actually go on TV. No, I th- no, I think they should keep that in there. Yeah, okay. It has a little bit of edge. Like people, would re- people would definitely share it on social media. <laughs> exactly. So I'm just saying, ancestry.com. Actually, let's not even let's make that commercial anyway. We got we got a thousand dollars between the both of us. Yeah, we do. Make that commercial, and then we'll just get a bunch of spin on YouTube. You have to invest in yourself. Exactly. All right. I'll put an ad on Craigslist for a white person. Pause. That. So the kids after the kids lure Chauncey into the house. Chauncey. Um, yeah, say it right. It's Chauncey. They don these skulls. Say it right. It's Chauncey. Chauncey. Yeah. Um, they. It's like Craig and then Craig. Oh, of course. It's a big difference. Yeah. They all put on these skull masks and uh, chase them around the house. Mm-hmm. And of course, naturally, what Chauncey has to do Chauncey. is push a kid off a balcony because he's scared for his life. Exactly. Because this is when I believe he might be have a little touch of that tism because he was. If you realize for a second, like. All these niggas got on the same uh, school uniform, and maybe you should just start punching motherfuckers. That's what you should have did, because you you were giving up, they were giving up like hundred pounds of Chauncey. But uh, yeah, so he gets scared, but you know he has a little bit of tism, and actually punch somebody. And the kids are like, "Oh shit, um, this kid is dead, Amani," mm-hmm. and they all decide to implicate Chauncey in this murder. They was like, "Oh, we gonna get in trouble." Even though, like, they're eighth graders, bro. So they all the way uh, 12, 13. Yeah. They wouldn't really get in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, this really was a dumb idea. Also, um, even though Chauncey uh, pushed her, that was still an eighth grader, too, because that was a twin sister, and they're all seniors. So she was eighth grader also. She wouldn't have died from that fall. No, she would have just got hurt. Really, really bad. Maybe concussed. But unless she fell on something, and this movie, for it to be a horror movie, and for them to have some gore... They kind of went away from the gore, baby. They did. There was only one scene of gore. Maybe it wasn't in the budget. <laughs> no, gore is easy. Gore no, is very easy. Listen, we got one squib. <laughs> don't don't waste it. Yeah, and the cold part is it's a black movie and it's horror, so they probably made it an NC-17 if it came out of movie theater because, you know, they ratchet up black movies. Remember Rosewood? I mean, no, was it, was it Rosewood? The, the black cowboy one? Posse? Posse. Yeah, oh, that was NC-17 because it had titties in it. Very nice titties, but that was NC-17, bro. They really don't want niggas to see that shit. I saw it in theaters. I saw it in theaters with my mama. <laughs> she took me to all the movies I shouldn't have been seeing. Waiting to exhale. It's a thin line between love and hate. That's why I learned about Valencia Oranges. They do leave bruises. 
I'm like, wait a minute, this isn't animated. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having uncomfortable feelings. Yeah, I went to all the single mama movies. <laughs> That's how I know niggas ain't shit. And they'll leave you for a white woman. <laughs> Even though I haven't seen it in real life, I've just seen it on television. Well, it happens in movies. Yeah. And, you know, that's all you need, babe. Um, so, Michelady Williams arrives. You might know him better as um, the uncle from ATL, mm-hmm. which is a good movie, but you never get a sequel. So, nobody should talk about that ever. Please stop posting about it on social media. They want a sequel to that movie? You yeah. know, it's a standalone. He's also the black guy in Species that survived. Yes. Hello, Species. Yes. Because that titty's in it. That- also, also, he has one of the greatest voices in Hollywood. Nicoletti Williams? Yeah. He does? Yeah. You don't like his voice? I don't know. I just didn't really put him up there. Yeah. He's like, it's like, it's the nigga from the Allstate commercials, right? He was a black president. Uh, Pinky from uh, Friday. Because mm-hmm. when he plays a gangster, when he was the uh, the gangster on Rock, and it gave me nightmares. I was like, damn. You didn't say Keith David yet, so I'm, I'm already considering your list to be suspect. Oh, I forgot about Keith David. I'm like the nigga from the uh, the army commercials, Marines. That's Keith David. I know, but I get him and the, the nigga from because uh, they both do military commercials. That's what throw me off. Wait, no, Keith David does. No, okay, Keith David does Navy commercials. Yeah, my bad. Back when they were fighting the lava monsters in the nineties. No, no, that's Marines. Oh, okay. And then it's him. So go ahead. It's all black people. Oh, my bad. Christopher Walken's in there. It wasn't a chronological. Oh, I mean, it wasn't oh, okay. in the rank, right? Okay. I'm just saying. It's like niggas whose voices like pop out on you, pop out at you. So, yeah, Michelette Williams arrives, right. and, and he's a detective. And he's like, you're going to jail forever, Chauncey. You're, Ch- the, Ch- you're a terrible person. Chauncey. And I hate bullies. So, all right. So, the kid's like, damn, we might get a spanking for this because uh, we shouldn't have been playing here. We probably shouldn't have been messing with the special ed kid. Think, God damn it, think. Let's all blame it on Chauncey. And he's like, yeah, Chauncey did. And he's like. Oh, oh, that's what we doing. And it's, uh, that's what we doing. And it's going to be fine because the police won't question anything. We're we're reputable twelve year olds, uh-huh. and it's going to be fine. Because if the police ask one question, they to realize that they set this kid up, and he might be a little tis. He might have the touch of the tism. But also, it's like, but this is first bit of social commentary. Police will only do as much work as they need to do. It's like, up oh, there he is, and all these, all these. The precocious scamps are saying he did it. Fine. There's no need to look right. Open and shut case. He's black, right? They have murder in their jeans. <laughs> They're Jabot jeans. Look at them, the monsters. They can hardly contain the murder, even at 12. Yeah, exactly. He's bloodthirsty. Um, and then we get a, a very artsy scene credit. The end <laughs> credits and the before credits were the best part of the yeah, movie. Yeah, so when they, when they take him away, they're like, all right. Chauncey says, I'm going to get you. But he doesn't have a stutter when he's murderous. Oh, yeah. I mean, who does? Yeah, that's true. Uh, and yeah, you're right. We do have a super artsy uh, title card sequence, mm-hmm. and it's in sepia tone. Yeah, which which is, which is pretty t- tasteful. Well, well, one thing that threw me off was there was a scene where little Chauncey is in this in in a cell with grown ass men, and I was like, now that's a horror movie. But it turns out he was just in juvie because that would have drove me to mur- driven you to murder if they had charged a twelve year old as a dope. Which they they will try and do sometimes. Twelve uh, year old adult, and then put him in adult jail. It looked like he was in adult jail. It looked like he was in adult jail, and I know they can't do that until you're eighteen. But man, that's where it looked like he was, and I was like, man, that made me go crazy too. Because I'm not going to emphasize, but we've all seen Oz. I've seen it. Yeah, at inappropriate ages. And you're just one. Yep, we sure did. <laughs> and you're just wondering how he kept that head on. 
No, nah, I've I've been bald and being four. It just stays there, baby. It does. Yeah, it grips to the follicles, baby. Oh, okay. Yeah. The more you know. Uh, so Chauncey, Chauncey gets out of prison and he goes home to see his mom, mm-hmm. and I, and you would notice this before I did, mm-hmm. played by the Lady of Rage. Yeah, and I was like, damn, right. And further in the movie, I was like, she only was on had about about five minutes of screen time, but she acted her whole five minutes. She sure did. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad she parlayed her rap career into uh, an acting career. That's loose with the word, but anyway, remember she was uh, she's been in a lot of things like the Steve Harvey Show and Next Friday. And- oh yeah, she was. Yeah, she was. That's a lot quite, of things. That's quite a program. Yeah. Uh, more t- than, like, five more than me. Mm-hmm. I used to watch a lot on TBS. Mm-hmm. So, it stands uh, for the Black Station. <laughs> no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Okay. Yeah. Only when, uh, what's the name? Uh, Medea is making a show. Then they'll give him five. Um, you can never have too many. Yes, you can. Uh, so, uh, I'm waiting for the door to bust up. And <laughs> um, so he gets home. Mom's super happy to see her baby because when she was like, "Don't take my baby!" No, he ain't never did nothing to nobody. And she was actually right this time. <laughs> she was. We get two of those scenes, and the, the second one was wrong. Um, so uh, she was like, uh, "I'm glad you're home. Let me cook you something." And Chauncey, she's she's lost it ever since she was reputable. Her hair was did when Chauncey went in, but four years without her son, and it it, it just it just crippled her. Yeah, she had been ravaged by uh, alcohol and time. Yeah, but it's like she wasn't had she hadn't hit rock bottom yet because she was still go- drinking goose. Yeah, <laughs> when you in your forties uh, and you have to go back to Taka, whew, pap off, Vitali. I mean, she, yeah, you're right. She was still drinking quality vodka. Yeah, and I'm really that made me happy to see that uh, vodka was getting uh, the proper screen, shot. Yeah. Some screen time. Yeah. Vodka doesn't really get the respect it deserves, Mm-mm. and it wasn't being stereotypical. Like she had to drink Hennessy or some sort of brown liquor. Listen, she, black people like vodka too. We do. All right. Um, Nipsey Hussle loved vodka. He anyway, did. Yeah. He did. Yeah, it's the one he was. He was, uh, he was talking about. Uh, he was drinking Bellevue and cranberry. He was in, in his, uh, one of the songs he was talking about. I'll play this. Is it at the end of the song? Nice. Because it sounded like Jewels was glinging. He was like, "No, nah, it's not Jewels. It's the ice." It's drinking Bellevue and cranberry. Anyway, which Bellevue there and Greg was the same thing. Anyway, uh, no, it's not. It is. It's the exact same thing. I'm pretty sure it's made by the same company, too. <laughs> same bottle. I know, but Belvedere tastes more like rub and alcohol. Yeah, I get that. Okay, that's all, that's the only thing I wanted to hear. Okay. Uh, so we catch up with the kids, and the uh, the lead, uh, Lisa, who Cha- uh, Chauncey liked earlier in Chauncey. the film. Lisa is now having night terrors, and she takes medicine for it, but mm-hmm. it doesn't work at all. So she should probably uh, be more communicative with her therapist or doctor mm-hmm. to let him know that, like, hey, my medication isn't working anymore. Yeah, but we all know why her medication isn't working. Or why she got had to get them put on meds in the first place. Maybe you should have came clean. You probably wouldn't have took four years of this child's life away. Mm-hmm. In a system that is designing... Anyway, we're doing this. Um, so, so we're in Compton. And they took away the gang aspect of Compton, which I like. But they didn't take away some niggas standing on the card and sell drugs. So, you, you, I mean, you know, we can't make it too like... You know how House Party, that was in... They, house party was in LA, but it wasn't. You know, it wasn't. I mean, they had street toughs. They know they had. <laughs> I mean, they were there. I mean, they were there, but those weren't street niggas. Those were niggas that knew who to bully. Them, them kind of niggas. You know, they weren't selling no kind of crick. 
You know, they just knew who to bully. They knew they can bully them niggas. Yeah, they're they're just hooligans. Like how Debo wouldn't go across. He don't do the shit with the niggas around the corner. You know, he only did it with them niggas. So any hoot. Um, so DJ calls. Uh, what's the dude name? Trevor or something like that. So the DJ character of the movie, which is Derek. Called? Derek. That's not his name. Is it? it is really. All right, so Derek. Uh, he's, uh, we get a montage of everybody, what their traits is. Some girls conceded. One guy's a football star. And then we got Derek. He's a DJ, but he's also buff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I feel like they shouldn't have made him buff also, but then we, I won't, yeah, I won't mention, I won't mention it. Um, but I do want to mention that Lisa, her parents are struggling mm-hmm. and she gets into college, but she can't pay. Yeah. Which, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it's also 2018. And I know you want to get out the hood really, really bad, but there's a junior college right there. Yep. It's super affordable, and it's there for a reason. Exactly. And it paints a, a perfect picture to a four-year state. Exactly. College, which is right there. <laughs> and it's not it's not unaffordable. Yes. It's not just like you can't just think about college and never go. It's mm-hmm. it's a thing that everybody can do. Yeah, I, I don't know whether whoever wrote this, but it's like, yeah, I know you want to go to the hood. I know, I know you want to go to the hood. But it's also a junior college. We kind of make it like it's all our bus because then, you know, then your dream will die. There's a fucking junior college. You got to spend two years. And if you're a good student, it's just good student. And that's half your fucking debt gone. So anyway, and let's stop acting like they're not giving away loans for colleges. Mm-hmm. If you're poor, they'll give you a fucking loan. Because I, obviously you're poor, so there's a loan they're going to give you. It's going to go on your parents and shit like that. And you got to pay it back. But if they love you that much, they're going, you know, to the loan and shit like that. Anyway, where are we at? Um, the star football player who's also dating Lisa... Um, I forget the character's name. I don't want to call her Gina. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was Gina. Yeah. Uh, she they broke they broke up and she's kind of stalking him at this point. She cheated on him with the football player from another school. I'm and, probably I'm just gonna say Crenshaw High. Yeah, and uh, she saw, it, you know, <laughs> how many porn stars you know that went to Crenshaw High? Five actually. Oh, I googled. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, Cross reference porn stars, and then Crenshaw High. That is, I guess, that's a lot per capita. No, I mean, they put it like this. If you actually Google, the, the song's old enough so somebody has actually done the, the spreadsheet. They did the work? Yeah. They had the pie chart that flips up. Was it 360? Yeah. Okay, nice. We got it in there. We got it in. All right. Um, um, so apparently he saw this flandering on Snapchat. Mm-hmm. Uh, too much mentioning of social medias. Oh, there's Snapchat and Instagram. Mm-hmm. But they didn't say Twitter, so this movie's a C. <laughs> Best, <laughs> but they're also young kids. My bad, it's a B. So yeah, are they getting paid? Because they just said Snapchat. They didn't say Apple Chat or anything like the fake ones that you said. They were just giving away free advertising. They sure were. Yeah, they said the Gram, Instagram, Snapchat, WhatsApp, uh, Pornhub, YouTube, Spang Bang, which is the one, uh, X Hamster, X Videos, XNXX.com, which is the same as X Videos. But people's like, oh, it's blue. Where was I? Um, so they used Microsoft Edge to uh, to access his YouTube video, which his dad says got 70,000 hits. Mm-hmm. And he says that recruiters are coming to see him Sunday. They said Howard and other schools. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I know you guys want to put black, black. Woo-hoo, yeah, black. Yeah, this movie's black. If this nigga's really the top recruit, Howard is not what you start with. Okay. No. SC's coming. UCLA's coming. Stanford. He said Howard to Stanford. I'm like, no, you say Stanford. To- and you don't even go to I'm, Howard for football. You go to Grambling if you didn't. I'm, make- I'm glad you said that because I feel like a lot of this movie is pulling stuff in from a whole lot of black media. Yeah. Like a lot of scenes like invoke like Boys in the Hood. Some scenes invoke like Menace to Society. And it's like, hey. They said Stanford calling and then they said Howard, but they said Howard first. I'm like, 
The niggas they play football hour. While writing this movie, I watched every single piece of black medium. I just had it like in a constant loop in the background. Oh no, you had one of the big things that you like, like a movie. It's like a wall of TVs. Yeah, and but that you can go like this too, though. <laughs> oh, the Tony Stark rearranger. No, no. Fuck, first, first of all, fuck <laughs> Tony Stark. That was made popular by Minority, Minority Report. Report. All right, but fuck that movie though. No, they showed me what a glory of evidence, a, a, a glory hole of evidence was, and I don't think that was what they called it, but it basically sometimes there's too much evidence, like this one. Remember, so all 12 kids? It was Chauncey? Hmm. Hmm. Anyway, oh, one thing, Derek, well, I was trying to say, Derek uh, was doing push-ups and shit, and he's big, and then he goes out because he's like, um, he has his headphones, and he gets harassed every day, so he's walking down the street in his nice headphones because he gets harassed every day. You're thinking maybe he could have put him in his bag satchel? Go somewhere go somewhere else. Walk go a, around the street. Walk, walk a different way. Exactly. If you're not about that life, you just, maybe you just playfully punking him every day. Because I guess he did leave with his headphones. But I'm like, if you don't want to do that, there's also another way. This seems like nice Compton. Anyway, so while he's getting harassed, somebody bumps into him, right? And he's like, oh, snap. This is Chauncey. And he has a black hoodie on and black Levi's. And they had to pan down. And I saw some black beat up Air Forces. I'd have cried because I've been so scared because I was like, oh my God, no, this <laughs> nigga has beat up Air Forces. Because you know there's a, possible, there's a high chance he might get murdered. Oh yeah, if the nigga had on black Air Forces, the guy that was the titular, I can say it, the, the thug character, he'd have left him alone. He was like, mm-mm, he got on black Air Forces, bro. If he had some old Jabos, oh, <laughs> whew, whew, some old Jabos, nigga, and a beat up with a bleach stain. Come on, bro. Come on, nigga, bro. I do want to point out that Amani's sister um, is listening to Hoochie Love, <laughs> which we hear about 17 times in this movie. Like, this is going to be that one. I hate fictional movie music. It's kind of the worst. No, 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 no. It, first of all, this movie... So, I, I guess Riz, Riz is backing it. So, we knew, like, you knew it was at least going to get on uh, Netflix, right? <laughs> Because yeah. RZA and Netflix fuck with each other, right? Yeah, so they, they have a relationship. First of all, it's RZA. So, like, you didn't want to put no music on this RZA? I'm like, RZA, you can license your own music. Just put it in the background somewhere. <laughs> you you want to put your own music on RZA? Like, I was like, oh, it's time for the new generation. Cool, 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 cool. You don't need uh, Tony Stark on this shit. He, you know. So, you know, that's the different multiverse. This is our Tony Stark. It's a black rapper from Staten Island. <laughs> <laughs> multiverse. Multiverse. And so... They could have just went to SoundCloud and be like, hey, you want to be in this movie that's going to be on Netflix? Yeah, here. We do this shit all the time. We don't pay people. Shout out to our musical guests this week. Anyway, <laughs> we giving you exposure. And I'm not saying it like that, but I'm no, just I saying. Know, no, I know what you mean. It's like, nigga, y'all got this trash music on here, bro. It looked like every kid in here that have bad acting also went in the studio and made some. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, looking for actors uh, send your SoundCloud links yeah that's not that's how they the, <laughs> who had the mediocre SoundCloud beats yeah Hoochie Love uh, Derek I see you also sang Hoochie Love okay. <laughs> interesting All right, um, you, you've got the role so uh, Derek uh, while he's being harassed uh, Chauncey shows up and Chauncey like uh, that one scene of Get Rich or Die Trying when you walk through the dice game and they're like who does this thing he's like nuh uh like, dang. So anyway, so we see Chauncey's back in the hood, and he takes a picture of not Chauncey, Derek does, and he's like, ooh, because this movie is heavy in social media. It it sure is, and he shares it on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And he, he gets to school where uh, conveniently all the kids who are involved in this murder, mm-hmm. like, I think it bonded them as friends. Yeah. So they really decided to, like, stay together for years. 
or none of them are friends anymore. <laughs> so, uh, so we see Gina's crazy over the, uh, Ricky, uh, R- Ricky, no shotgun. Um, but so they are meeting up like, Oh, there's going to be a party this weekend. So we knew it was going to happen there. Yep. And, and it's pre homecoming, which I have to tell you several times as well. Yeah. So it's homecoming weekend pre, uh, a party that's going to be pre homecoming. Um, uh, this is where uh, and some some nigga just got out of jail named Chauncey, like and everybody kind of doesn't think it's him, mm-hmm. but they don't really care because there's a party happening. Mm-hmm. And we meet uh, Principal Rizza. Yeah, uh, he's and a- immediately I pulled my pants up. I sure did. Mm-hmm. Well, that's how you don't get shot. Yeah, and so we see that no one likes him at the school, which is really hard if you got a black principal from the streets, and you're you're him. Like, Rizzo wrote his own lines in this movie, and it was basically, pull your pants up, the man's not keeping you down. Maybe if you're a platinum-selling recorded artist, you can get out the hood. Yeah, don't dress like it from the hood, even though I had a clothing line now that uh, directly depicted that. Mm-hmm. Nobody in my the group that I made millionaires agree with anything I say. <laughs> they don't even talk to me, unless it's time to put out an album for $2 million. They probably don't. <laughs> they don't kick it at Rizzo's house. No, he hangs out with Quentin Tarantino, so... Really? Oh yeah, he does. They're 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 bosom buddies. Yeah. And so they like, like he has like a, a stamp card, and like for every eight times he comes over, he can mm-hmm. say nigger once in his movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He invites him over all the time. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Just don't leave. You can have a room in the back. <laughs> exactly. So um. So we get to the school and <laughs> this, uh, man, this scene. Fuck. <laughs> what is that? Um, it's just this scene. This scene of a classroom. Where um, a lot of the kids are also in the same class, mm-hmm, because uh, you know. So Derek's getting bad grades, and the teachers like, no. So Derek gets bad grades. One kid gets an A plus, and they insinuated that she's like, let him like long dicker. She's like, yeah, you got an A plus in his vagina. <laughs> they did. They, there's a whole lot of threads that don't matter. Yeah. Like, why are you setting this up? And they really set it up to where you know. Uh, then she was like, uh, Lisa, you need to do better. This poem was trash. Stop believing in yourself because you suck. <laughs> and then everybody else. Then it's like, I want to see you at the school. And then Lisa's like, oh, I'll see you later. And she was like, so that was a star football player who was giving up on life, even though this nigga's a star football player, right? No. Um, that was Derek. Oh, it was Derek. Oh. It was really confusing. I got them both mixed up. I'm Bro. Like, I'm like, you, should, you shouldn't have put two like big characters. Two big black characters. One should have been light-skinned yes. and big and black. And one should have been dark-skinned and big black. We can't tell each other apart. That's why I'll be like when black people, when uh, white people like, oh, y'all look like. I'm like. Sometimes. I've been mistaken identity before that almost got me murdered. All right. Really. That is not a fact. That is not a. <laughs> it's not a lie. <laughs> well, I mean, I. One of the criteria for picking a new co-host was he had to be dark-skinned mm-hmm. so that like people would tell us. About exactly. It. You want to know why I didn't buy dreads? I really didn't get grow dreads when I was a kid because I did not want to fit the description of every crime. Six foot two black. Oh, there he is. There he is. There, there he is right there. From the back, we all look alike if you got dreads. Bow. Anyway, it was up my pussy level like 100% though. Anyway. I'm happy for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so Derek says that he doesn't care about his grades because about black on black crime and systemic racism. <sighs> this nigga said, I'm already dead because black people kill each other. And I was like, oh, Rizzo wrote this line too. He sure fucking did. He's like, if you monkey niggas wasn't killing yourself, maybe education can get you out like white people does. Name one, name one white people that is doing generational poverty. Name one white person. Name one state where generational property goes on. That if one industry goes away, that the whole fucking uh, county uh, goes down. 
Name one industry that's like that's ever heard of the white man. <laughs> um, auto, coal, anything like that. <laughs> It's like, no, no, see, because y'all niggas, y'all niggas never had a fucking industry come to y'all town and then leave, and then it turned y'allself into ghetto. Wait, what? I, I didn't understand. California? Like, I didn't understand why he was saying this. Like, there wasn't ever an answer to it. Mm-hmm. The teacher didn't say, like, well, actually, if you apply yourself, you, you can actually better your life as a person. He said, basically, I can't, I'm, I'm already going to die because of black on black crime. So, there's no reason to try. And she was like, Bitch, I'm black. Your parent, your, your principal's black. She could have said like a whole lot of things. She's like, I'm, I actually, I got a degree because mm-hmm. I applied myself. And I wanted to come back in here and show you guys that we can get out the hood. But sometimes it's good to come back. There's also, there's also a, uh, this movie is terrible about the hood. This movie hates the hood. Yeah, it does. Yeah. I just realized that, especially when Unique said that shit. Well, that's, that's another reason why I didn't want to review that uh, a movie based in the Bay Area called Kicks. Mm-hmm. It just depicts the hood as like this horrible, like unbearable, unbearable to live place mm-hmm. uh, where not only that it's like hard to live and it's a food desert, but um, it's just horribly depressing and like you, sh- you should hate your life. That's what that movie's about? Uh, we um, Well, we almost reviewed it and I, I watched it and I said, fuck no, I don't want to talk about this bullshit. Because I- it's a, it was a terrible <laughs> movie. I'm gonna keep it all the way lit. Growing up in Oakland is awesome. <laughs> yeah, we have we have dead homies just like everybody else, but we have culture and shit like that. Oakland is fucking fun. Nobody fucking lives like that. I mean, that's other to poverty and other poverty is everywhere and shit like that. But it's like, for the most part, growing up in the ghetto is amazing. You're resilient people. You don't want to <laughs> live there forever. <laughs> And shit, but you want to, you wish it to get better and shit like that. No, it's, it's just that I, I hate those like uh, soulless depictions. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where it's it's not like things aren't bad, but I mean, there's still joy. I, I know mean, more college graduates than I know drug dealers. There's still more joy and livelihood. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, you've seen it, you experienced it. Again, I know more college graduates than I know drug dealers. Mm-hmm. And I come from a shit where niggas sell drugs. I know college graduates and drug dealers. I know drug dealers that sold drugs for through the eighties. Then went to college because it's like, well, you know what? I got a lot of dead homies well, and nothing to show for it. Well, it's beautiful Chevy. Well, Yuckmouth said he can't sell dope forever. Cannot. I mean, but then Pusha T tells us he does. Mm. <laughs> fictional tales are, are good, too. <laughs> um, and you see who gets nominated for a Grammy. Who does it? <laughs> Your seven track album. Uh, so it's, it's lunchtime. And uh, the kids talk about Chauncey again. Chauncey. Again. I know. You're saying it right. I just don't feel like saying it. Uh, and uh, this light-skinned kid is like, you know what? I have to be overly tough because I'm light-skinned and Compton. And I'm small, I guess. No. We, he tells us why. And so he goes up to the jock and he was like, yeah, fuck you and fuck Chauncey. I'll beat your ass. And he was like, well, this is a movie. So one punch is be dropping niggas, bro. <laughs> and so, well, actually, no, that jock would have dropped him with that one punch. That's what I'm saying. He's a jock. Yeah. You were a small you're a small man. Yeah. And you really not about that life, so you ain't been in scuffles. So he took that one on the chin and got dropped and the Rizza saw it and then harassed the light skinned people. And that's what I'm talking about. Harass light skinned little niggas. Bastards. Well, I think he was sit he was sitting just off camera, so mm-hmm. he heard the whole conversation. Yeah. He knew it was his fault. I mean, it was his fault. And he was tired of this bullshit. And so he comes in the office and he was like, Look here, you little light skinned nigga. I'm t- you from Baldwin Hills, my guy. They made a whole show about you on uh, on BET, but how y'all niggas live in the lap of luxury up there and niggatry. Your parents both got decrees. Matter of fact, advanced decrees, nigga. That's right. Both your both your parents they work at IBM. Mm-hmm. 
And it's like, but they wanted to send your punk ass to Compton because you probably begged them and shit like that when you should be at the one school where everybody hoop, but I guess you ain't got no jumper, bitch. And so he was like, I have to ask Tuck because I wanted to go to school in Compton. And so the drug dealers messing me, the gangbangers messing me, and then everybody makes fun of me because I'm not from the hood. And I was like, I know too many motherfuckers like that, bro. So I went to school in the hills, right? And so some niggas lived in the hills, but they wanted to be gangsters. And I lived in fucking the flatlands and shit like that. And I wanted to live in the fucking hills. It's crazy, man. It's like niggas in one day want. I was like, nigga, I, I, I wanted mom and a dad in the house. Well, the grass, <laughs> the grass star is greener, Vic. No, it's not. No, it's fucking not. Well, niggas really want to be from the hood. I'm like, this shit is overrated. No, nigga. no, it isn't. It isn't really. You just the perception is you think that it's always greener on the other side. But usually after scenes like this where both characters have monologues. Mm-hmm. That you're supposed to find some common ground and like have a new understanding for each other, but shit doesn't happen. Oh, yeah, no, because that'd be developing. Yeah, yeah, it would have. So Rizza is tired of him being tough, and he's like, I was in the army, the white man's army, and I learned discipline in my place. And then I came back here to teach you niggers your discipline in your place. So now I'm gonna lock my door, and we're gonna have this thing where you get one shot at me. And so uh, you're supposed to just let him hit you. No, he parried it and he punched him in the stomach <laughs> because he's a grown man fighting a fucking teenager. He definitely lied to him. Yeah. He's like, you get one shot, go ahead. He's like, and he knew it was coming, so he parried, punched him in the stomach. He's like, see that lesson? You got to learn that lesson right there. And the lesson is, I don't know what it is, but you learned it. It's, it lesson is, it be your own people. It be your own people. <laughs> I'm supposed to be giving you guidance, but here I am punching you in the stomach. Exactly. And I didn't teach you anything. In this whole little thing. But the white man is not your problem. Even though he is. Even though he is. Uh, <laughs> so on, Andre. Rizza. <laughs> Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. <laughs> so, they are not. So Chauncey. Wu-Tang education ain't nothing to fuck with. <laughs> Andre is uh, smoking the world's smallest blunt outside of the school. He's smoking his zag and he's smoking to himself. So it's, it's fine. It's it's really small. It's a zag, bro. It's super small. Okay. it's I'm just saying. It's probably bad weed. Uh-huh. Um, he sees Chauncey outside of school, like right in front of the Compton High sign. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, he doesn't think it's him, even though he points directly at him and does a throat cutting motion. Mm-hmm. And he's like squinting and looking at him, even though he's like 20 feet away. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gina pulls up, tells him to get in the car. And he's like, I think I saw Chauncey, even though I could clearly see his face. And so they cheat Gina, who's light skinned. So she's the devil. And so she was like, throw that weed out. And he was like, I just rolled this shit up. Bitch. And so they was like, well, you know, that party, I'm a hater, you're a hater, so let's go be haters together. But don't get any ideas, because we're both light-skinned and handsome and cute. <laughs> yeah, this movie has a definitely a criminal depiction of light-skinned people, and I, I didn't appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, light-skinned people love each other. They're like, ooh, baby, you light-skinned. Ooh, baby, you light-skinned. <laughs> That's how I imagine now y'all just rock around. Uh, so later we cut, we cut like, back. I don't have green eyes. We cut back. To, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I almost had the surgery when I was like 15. <laughs> Last kid niggas think they have gay, but it's like, oh yeah, I get a hell of a bitch. Like, oh, nigga, they just become healthy. You have green eyes. <laughs> Still need to have game. Ugly niggas have game. <laughs> like the nigga Biggie. Oh, that nigga had game. Fat, black, and ugly as ever. However, say Kushi down the socks. Uh, the, we cut back to the thugs from earlier where they kind of. Is we at uh, night now? Yeah, where they mm-hmm. pay homage. Oh, wait. So the-, the girl that died's sister. Uh, is a hoochie, but she also talks to herself as she's her as a sister. And that didn't have anything to do with anything. It doesn't have anything to do with That's anything. why I brought it up at an inopportune time. No, no, I'm not saying that you shouldn't have brought it up, because <laughs> I wanted to earlier. I wrote it down. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, and again, that's a thread that doesn't really mean anything. Mm-hmm. Like, these kids have trauma, but it doesn't mean, as far as the story goes, it doesn't matter. 
if you're going to the game, you know how there's we've we've used this analogy before. They didn't complete any side quests. <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing gets resolved. They ran through the game. This was like the walkthrough. <laughs> like, this is like, you ever seen a guy beat uh, Mario World nine minutes? Yeah. Because he gets the flutes and he just, he just goes straight to the end and beats him? Yeah. That's what this movie was. <laughs> oh, by the way, I have a vitamin C deficiency. All right. It doesn't have anything to do with it. Yeah, no, no, no. yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to solve it. Mm-hmm. There's a bag of oranges right there. Um, So we cut back to the thugs from earlier and they uh at night. At night. Yeah. And they pay how much to menace society? Because he says, get the fuck out of here with that burrito. Come back with $20. Mm-hmm. And uh, so nobody's heads on a swivel. And we see some guy jumping the fence horribly. Horribly <laughs> jumping the fence. I'm, they should have shot, shot that scene again. <laughs> they, could, they couldn't afford to film more film. Okay. It's one shot. One sh- every, shot every scene was one take. So hardcore 30-year-old thugs. Uh... A special needs 16, 17, 18-year-old. I guess he's strong? He's prison strong. No, he, no, no. remember, because that's not... That's, I know. Yeah. So, uh, if, it was, if it was Chauncey... I mean, I'm sorry. Spoiler alert for this movie. Uh, so, he jumps <laughs> over the fence horribly, and he beats up two goons, handling them like fucking Goku fighting you, not me. I beat Goku's ass. Superman got me just a little bit because he has the power to win. But Superman beat Goku twice. Twice. And y'all niggas still mad about it. Anyway. So he beats up. And then he, he grabs on the nigga while he's pissing. Wrong. And he, and he takes his gun. And then. How'd you get my strap, homie? <laughs> and so he was about to let him go free, I guess. And he's like, I knew you was a bitch. And he was like, yeah, let's, let's. Let's call him like a bitch who just beat up your old goon squad and had you piss on yourself. And then, he, then he picks up a knife and uh, cuts his chest open because that's possible with a knife. Yeah. Well, he's very strong. But at least at least we get the you kind of the only scene in the movie with some gore. Mm-hmm. That scene, that's, that shot cost $45. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of corn syrup. A lot of corn syrup. He gave him the Japanese or whatever they call it when they kill themselves. The Hare Krishna? Yeah. That's not what it's <laughs> Nice. Almost got me too. All right. Uh, and so that's the first murder. And we go the day. They was like, hey, you see what happened to that nigga Easy? Yeah, they put it on the Instagram. Like, no, they didn't. No, they fucking didn't. All right. Well, I was I was looking up uh, Crenshaw, hashtag, hashtag Crenshaw murders. And I, found, <laughs> I found it last night. Okay. That's a popular hashtag they use. I mean, I mean it's Crenshaw, baby. <laughs> well, Rosecrans because we're in Compton. And yeah, so I saw that. And uh, he's a reputable drug dealer. Mm-hmm. And, and he had beef with Chauncey, Chauncey earlier today, so it has to be him. <laughs> right? No, 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 no. Yeah. I yeah. mean, he, he probably doesn't have any enemies or anything. Yeah. And yes, I'm looking left to the right right now, but, you know, no one. Hey, shut up. My name's Derek. I'll be bigger in this movie later. <laughs> um, so after that, after this scene, they're like, well, whatever. I'm not going to worry about it. Oh, no. So they're like, you know what? Hey, it's probably the nigga Chauncey, right? And he's out murdering. He was like, yeah, because murders don't happen in Compton when niggas that sell drugs. Yeah. Never. Murders have never happened in Compton, the niggas that sell drugs. That's stupid. So anyway, they were like, maybe it's Chauncey. Let's go to the police. And everybody was like, no, because going to police would end the movie. Let's not do that shit right now. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So, also, Unique, who sells Hoochie Love. Everybody knows. So, I mean, you guys have heard. I've heard Hoochie Love. <laughs> Hoochie Love, seven times. And so, he's going to be at Big Boy in the radio. Biggest star in the movie. Uh, he's going to be in Big Boy's Neighborhood. So, that part of the movie, where they're going to go next tomorrow. Well, we need filler. Because mm-hmm. the movie was only going to be 45 minutes. Yeah. So, we need to involve an R&B star. 
And so, yeah. I feel like Unique is based on Ray J. Without the predatory part. You know who he's based on. I know. Yeah. And so. He kind of uh, looks, looks like Ray J, though. No, he doesn't. Ray J is smooth. That nigga look like he did time. <laughs> do, you th- do you think Ray J makes good music? Yeah. He's just Brandy's brother. He made. Ray J got bangers that was fucking at the time and shit like that. If I had one wish, I hate I hate one wish though. I like some of his other songs. I feel like you're doing a No Marion right now. Yeah, they all did the same thing. They all <laughs> danced in the rain, nigga. I mean, that was the thing at the time. And have abs dancing in the rain, and did have a little bit of Edge of Ghetto. Chichi. I know you, it's called Ab Rain. Yeah, and like he never. I would have I would have hella utilized my Snoop Dogg's beat, my cousin. <laughs> like Snoop, I'm using on these tracks, nigga. <laughs> Pretty sure he said a yes. That's his cousin. Yeah. Also, the black wrestler uh, Snoop's cousin too. Autumn niggas is famous. Really? And Dad's his cousin. Man, Snoop. I wish I was Snoop Dogg's cousin. I think you are. <laughs> Everybody's Snoop Dogg's cousin. Let's get those ancestry tests done. <laughs> <laughs> is your people from Mississippi? Yes. <laughs> You're Snoop Dogg's cousin. I'm on my side. Yeah. You're Snoop Dogg's cousin. She was like, "Oh, Calvin. Oh, you should just ask." God damn it. <laughs> That's your first cousin, you know, Uncle June Roy. Like, God damn it, Uncle June Roy. Yes. Wow. <laughs> that is Mississippi shit. I don't know what it is. <laughs> uh, so, uh, uh, so Lisa, Lisa's getting chased and ends up in a dead end in the house, mm-hmm. and she wakes up screaming, and she said, "Oh shit, those Chris Tucker and Dune buggies." I gotta finish it. I don't know the rest. Yeah, you gotta finish it, baby. Don't bring up the joke anymore. You let the joke <laughs> die. You say the whole joke. All right, help me out. No, he's like, what? How the video go? I wake up. Oh man, it's like doom buggies. He's like, and I call Tupac. He's like, yeah, you want to come to my house? And then Rob Trump is gonna be there. California. Any forty? Yeah. I've seen the video like once. The second one? Yeah, I thought, they didn't play the second one. I thought it was trash. I, I thought the beat was better. <laughs> I thought it was funkier. So hey, uh, you know the grass is always greener, Vic. Yeah, no, this is, I don't believe that. <laughs> I know that shit's not true. I mean, you don't know what you've got till it's gone. Yeah, that's true. Now that's mm-hmm. true. And Joni Mitchell never lies. Isn't it ironic? <sighs> um, so they make plans to go to the radio station to meet Unique. Mm-hmm. But uh, first, they said, "Don't go to the police. No one go to the police. Ready, break." So Lisa goes to the police, <laughs> and she was like, "Hey, I think this nigga Chauncey just is ch- chasing us." And also, he might have killed Easy. And so the cop was actually like, hey, look, I'm a cop. But I can't just go because you paranoid about what you think. Unless, you, unless y'all didn't tell me something, why does he want to kill y'all? Uh, no comment, eh? Well, I'll tell you what. I'll look into whatever, but this sounds like bullshit. Uh-huh. Uh, I I'm in Compton. It's not like there's crime. I follow your high school closely, and I'm aware that it's homecoming weekend. So have a good time. I'm going to go harass this light-skinned family. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're both actually light skin. That's good casting. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah. Uh, and then they go to the radio station, and there's like twelve people outside of the radio station waiting for them. And there's an actual interview because they needed to put this in. I guess they paid Big Boy to be on there, so Big Boy's like, "Nah, I want some time on camera." And so Big Boy <laughs> interviewing this nigga that looks, and he's like, "Yeah, you made it out the hood." He's like, "Yes, never go back to the hood. Fuck that. Make your money and then get out the hood and never come back." There's no. Back talk about this, like the hood's a nice place. You grow up, we grow shit out here. You know, you gotta you come from you know being struggle, the beautiful struggle, and nothing, like, nothing good about the hood. I know. There's fuck a, the hood. <laughs> he could have said like uh, the community is strong, even though like uh, the money might not be there. Uh, there's still a lot of good people who are doing doing the best to make them make the best out of a bad situation. No, it was fuck the hood. Never come back when you get out. 
Yep. And uh, Big Boy says nothing about it. Mm-mm. I mean, it's not his fault. That's, that's the way the movie's written. But mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah, there's this whole five minute scene that adds nothing to the movie Mm-mm. except fuck this fuck the hood. Yeah, which, yeah that, which, which is a continued message throughout <laughs> the film. And so he goes outside, and there's a bunch of uh, high school kids just screaming like, "You need yeah. twelve high school kids." Yeah. Uh, and in, in the shot where he first comes out and closes the door, um, there's a fire for uh, LGBT uh, LGBT. Day, mm-hmm. and in the same shot, there is a guy holding the sign for Unique. Because mm-hmm. representation matters. Yep. And so uh, Unique sees a girl, and she's dressed scantily. And he's like, "Yeah, how old are you?" She was like, 18 And he was like, "Yep, play ball." <laughs> no need to ask further questions. Mm-hmm. Even though you're wearing a Crenshaw High T-shirt. Mm-hmm. But you're 18, right? That's all that matters. And he says, give me some of that hoochie love. Hoochie love. I think this is the 12th time you've heard it in the movie. Oh, baby. <laughs> but I tell you what, it's it won't not, be, not the last. And so uh, she she gets in the car with this grown-ass man who doesn't look in his 20s. He doesn't look in his 20s, right? I think we're the same age. Yeah. He is a Skinner weather man. And I'm not making fun of skin. I'm like, this nigga is not a YouTube sensation that popped off. This isn't Lil Nas X, which is the greatest, the greatest rap name ever. It's it's a combination of a lot of good things. Yes. And, I, and I appreciate Lil it. Lil Wayne, Nas, and DMX. <laughs> yep. And guess what kind of music he makes? Country, country rap. Because that's what you get when you put Lil Wayne, Nas, and DMX. Country rap. Well, D- well I'm going to take my horse to the old town road. I'm going to. Were you mad at Davies when he said this shit was trash? Yeah. You were mad at Dave? Yeah. Why? Because he said this shit was trash. Do you like that song? I don't. I actually heard it uh, this week for the first time. Mm-hmm. I don't like it, but, but but I feel like what uh, what's it hurting though? He said like cause what's Davies hurting by <laughs> saying some true ass shit? Well, and I don't well, think he's hating, but I'm like he just said this is it is it is because he said like oh man look at the state of hip hop today this shit is did tra-. he say that he did oh mm-hmm. well yeah he said that he said some old shit I just but like, you know New York niggas being their feelings bro I mean let this shit cook. I'm like Dave. You can still kick your uh, your coke raps. It ain't hurting you. If he just if he didn't say look at the state of hip hop and he just said this shit is trash, I would uh, iron. Maybe I don't listen to the whole thing. But anyway, I was on this nigga helmet and he was like, "Well, nobody listens to Davies." I'm like, "Yeah, people listen to Davies." I fuck. You know, I fuck with Davies. I fuck with Davies all the damn time. But it's like everybody's just on this nigga head. And I, I I hate the this is the state of hip hop, but this also this is the state of hip hop. It's it was just it was just some old man shit, and um, hip hop is literally better than ever. Yeah, but that's not the. I get what niggas say. It's like Davies. First of all, Davies' production's trash. All right, that's what happens when you get signed to Nas because Nas is one of the greatest rappers ever, greatest lyricists ever. That production though, New York production was trash until Jigga started saying, "You know what? Let me get off New York beats, nigga." <laughs> no, it. I mean, hitmakers. Hitmakers are making dope beats. Um, just Blaze. Yeah. When these niggas started to just Blaze and start making that that pop shit. Whoo, whoo. Yeah. Oh, actually, no. The nigga first album was fucking fire and shit like that. But it's like that shit. That New York production. Mm. But that uh, that two thousand rock. Whoo, whoo, whoo. I hope Just Blaze is a fucking quadruple billionaire because he made hits. I'm sure he is. Yeah. Because that whole Rockefeller sound was just just Blaze. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, and Kanye. I'm sorry. Oh yeah. So well, he's not from the from New York. No. Um. Not. I'm gonna yell there for the the New York production thing. I'm like, nigga, 
Uh, so unique, unique leaves with uh, Kim. And uh, she's still moving, right? Yeah. All right. Cool. Oh yeah. So Monique, Kim leaves with Unique. Um, we sound like two females. Kim and Derek, not Derek, the football player. Mm-hmm. They're like, man, you know what? I really want to get out of the hood. Oh no, Lisa and Derek. Yeah, Lisa and Derek. They're like, because the hood is the most terrible place in the world. Nothing flourishes in the hood. Nothing. They didn't even act like they had a bunch of dead homies. Like they was just like, no. Just living a regular life, and we live maybe below the poverty line, but we all live in houses. One no funny coming out of an apartment complex. Also, there's Mexican children in this movie. They don't really show society's ills, even though they talk about them all mm-hmm. the time. There was one drug dealer in Compton. Like what? What's really so bad? Like, mm-hmm. okay. they didn't even have dead homies. No, they didn't. Uh, so they decided to go to the party to forget about last troubles for a mm-hmm. little bit. And this was a very tame party. There was beer. <laughs> There's beer, and there's again, there's like 12 kids in the scene. Mm-hmm. That party was yanking, but again, this party had a fucking DJ, a DJ, and a bouncer. Are LA kickbacks like that? <laughs> and, they, and they had flyers for this party, too. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't even charge into the door, it wasn't even kickback. That was nice. Hey, shit. This is a quality party. There was lights. Mm-hmm. Um, it was D- no, it was a DJ. We went to high school, and we didn't have DJs at our parties. All right, this is a well funded party. If you had a DJ at your party in high school, your shit yanked. Because basically us, that means there was whatever this nigga had on the CD collection. <laughs> yep. And before that, it was there, whatever this nigga dubbed off the radio for tapes. <laughs> Shit. Uh, Derek gets snubbed. And uh, we see that he's holding on his anger, which may come into play later in the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, uh, we see, what's his name, Ronnie? Yep, that's Ronnie. So Ronnie, uh, he's having a dope ass party, and he's talking to the Mexican chick, who you know she's just cannon fodder, you know, and they speak Spanish. And I want to point out that her character development is that she can she runs fast. Oh, she had darts, but then she broke her ankle. I just want to say that her character trait is running. Yeah. Oh, and she cheated on her boyfriend. Well, she fucking off her boyfriend that loves her. That nigga's way too big to get snuffed. Everybody's using big ass children's. Anyway, <laughs> so she's kind of like showing love to somebody else's her against her boyfriend, well, and she kicks him out the party because it's her last high school. This is her last homecoming party. Well, first Remember, of all, homecoming is at the beginning of the fucking year. Well, first of all, Ronnie is terrible for this because that's supposed to be his friend too. Exactly, they all supposed to be partners and shit like that. So he's popping at her, and then because he he machismo mode up on her, yeah, which is cool. But she was like, "You can leave," and then Ronnie kicks him out the party. She's like, "This is my last homecoming party." I'm like, "Who's ever said that ever?" <laughs> <laughs> so I was at dinner. Um, uh, this is a long episode. So I was at dinner the other day, and so I'm eating, and the kid next to me is his 21st birthday, and so he says like, so my back to him, my back to him, and so he's out there. They just ordering shots and shit like that, and he's drinking. He was like, I'm 21. I'm not a little boy no more. And I was like, <laughs> 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 I was spit my fucking water out. I was like, I was like yes, you are, nigga, because you just said that shit out loud, nigga. I'm like, damn, he must be living a very, a very sheltered life. <laughs> he said, I'm not a little boy no more. I can buy alcohol. Yep, my mom says I can say damn at the dinner table now. <laughs> shit, nigga. I listen to, I, I don't even put the earphones in when I listen to porn. Oh, I turn it down. I turn it down. <laughs> but at the talking part, I turn it up. And then, like, really, I got to turn it down real quick. Yeah, anyway. Not speaking from experience. Anyway. <laughs> um, so um, Ronnie decides to go outside so he can take a video for the gram. Yeah. <laughs> and then he sees Chauncey outside. What the film doesn't tell us is Chauncey. He just gets shocked. 
Yeah. And he decides to run back in the house. He drops his fucking phone. Why the fuck would he do that? Why? I mean, wait, okay, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> he, he scans one way. Then he passes Chauncey and he scans this way. And he's like, wait a minute, was that Chauncey? He brings the phone. And he like it took him like five seconds to look outside the phone. And then to make sure, he looked back in the phone. I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> well, somebody wrote that shit. Scan with phone. Notice something. Look up. Look phone for confirmation. Oscar. <laughs> Those are just the subtle nuances that this film is painted with. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he runs back in the house. Get a bat. To get a bat. Mm-hmm. For this to be the worst hood in the world, nobody has guns. Nope. Because a gun ended this movie. And then fa- they would have Scooby Doo this motherfucker. Whole like, of, holy shit. Whole lot of fake guns this movie, though. Yeah. Chrome down, <laughs> uh, so he goes outside to fi- fight Chauncey, not to be confused with uh, Chauncey Burr, uh, American journalist, author, and publisher. Uh, then the who hood- said Chauncey Phillips? I already, I already said it, really. Oh, okay, fine. That's the joke. I'm just mentioning a bunch of Chaunceys. Okay, there's only like five in the world. Well, uh, there's only three. I checked. There's, <laughs> yeah. there's literally only three Chaunceys ever. Um, like three Japanese people there because they're all yeah. in the same movie. Yeah, you're, you're not legally allowed to name your kid Chauncey anymore. Mm-mm. You have to be an uncle like over 46. Then he can change your name. It's a weird legislature. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he comes out and Chauncey's gone. The Chauncey Act. So he comes out and Chauncey's gone. They're like, come back inside. You know, drunk niggas. It's like, you can't handle your liquor. Come back inside. And so he goes, hey, bouncer. He's short. And the nigga was tall with dread. <laughs> He's like, don't let nobody in there. I run this shit, nigga. I'm a high school kid. You listen to me. You're the bouncer of my party. Don't talk to none of these highness. These are my highness. Anyway. And so Gina and... Andre. Andre Drake pulls up, and they was like, oh, you can't come in. And he's like, oh, okay. And off scene, something happens. Next thing you know, they're in the house uh-huh. shooting a fake pistol. Yeah. And that's how you know they're really just evil light-skinned people. They are. Yeah. Because they're going to ruin the party because they came late, fast and late. All right. Well, and- they want to ruin the party because they hate two kids there, even though it's literally not their party. They're just mm-hmm. at the party. That's it. Like, they have nothing against Ronnie, and it's his house. But you see, the two light-skinned people... Finally, the two light-skinned people were the evil people. And the you, two dark-skinned you, people were the saviors. Did you feel good about that? Yes, because it yeah. never happens. What about House Party? Both of them. Okay. Case in point. Play was play in House Party was the playboy cheating on all women and everything like that. He was a playboy. Kid was a good kid. Gina was the innocent one. I name wasn't Gina, but Gina was the innocent one. And the hoochie hood rat was the dark-skinned girl. Oh, sorry. I, that was a terrible example. <laughs> uh, Martin. Yeah. Gina, same person, Tisha Campbell, <laughs> was good, wholesome, and kind. Pam was ghetto and loud. This movie had a Martin reference also. Yeah, he's a damn Gene, yes. Kids because people know, yes, they do. Yes, kids, they do. Kids yes, don't watch Martin. Yes, they do. Martin comes on syndication and kids watch Martin. And kids watch Fresh Prince, too. And kids know how to thistle dance. They don't do it properly at all, but they know what it is. <laughs> Remember, syndication is a thing. Oh, syndication is my jam. Uh, that's, they I don't even know who Urkel is. I hope we get syndication one day. We passed 88 episodes, so. <laughs> this year. Well, no, not this year. It's been a slow year. I'm hoping to get picked up by UPN in the fall. <sighs> Man. We're looking big. Snap. All podcasts matter in the series. It's going to be animated. No, nah, I don't want to be animated because they're going to drop me funny. Anyway. Like, I hate when they do, like, too much detail about, you know, like, oh, yeah, he's fat. And I was like, you can draw me, like, husky. Yeah, I want to be, like, <laughs> drawn husky. That's fine. Yeah. As long as I kind of wanted to be, like, uh, needle-armed, like, Adventure Time. Mm-hmm. 
So uh, <laughs> uh, Ronnie walks uh, Teresa home. Yeah, that wasn't racist at all. What? It wasn't. I'm saying. Oh, good. You could have said no, I think her name, no, I think her name's Tiffany. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, Ronnie, walks, girl. Ronnie walks uh, Tiffany home. And he's like, well. You should come to the dance with me tomorrow, and I'll call you when I get home. Well, I won't call you because I broke my phone. Because even though I had this huge bulky protector on, it broke when I dropped it. <laughs> yep, that's how phones do. Every phone breaks when you drop it. Well, iPhones do. Mm-hmm. Um, then he runs home and uh, the lights are still on mm-hmm. and he tries to call 911 but I guess uh, this hooded figure cut the the phone lines yeah because he knows how to do that of course he did his research mm-hmm. so he cut the phone line or it was just turned off because this is the ghetto the worst place in the world <laughs> who still it's has like a- mama you didn't pay the AT&T bill <laughs> he still has a phone in the wall yeah cord and shit like that <laughs> Uh, you gotta yell at people from the kitchen. Mama, come get the phone. <laughs> so he gets killed with his own baseball bat. Mm-hmm. B- brutally murdered. And they could have had some blood, like just some. <laughs> the guy could have been on the ground, like throwing <laughs> brain matter up, like like <laughs> like pieces of watermelon up in there. Just like that. Uh, it was like red gummies. Uh, can we get some more cubed ham over here? <laughs> um, this is my favorite part of the movie mm-hmm. when we cut back to uh, the killer's uh, killing shrine. Mm-hmm. When I had, he'd see like a Google spreadsheet on his desktop, and it says like uh, Tuesday stalking, Friday uh, killing, and we see like candles and knives and like names being crossed off and a money on a board. Oh, uh, they did have money on the board. Huh? He's, he's super crafty. Mm-hmm. And we should have known the whole movie uh, when it said a money on the board. Anyway, actually, no, they didn't make any sense. So uh, then the cop is. Oh, we missed the part where the cop goes to uh, talk to Chauncey. And the mom's like, you don't need my boy. And then Chauncey comes out buff, looking like uh, the nigga from My Cousin Skeeter. <laughs> Robert Richard. Yeah. Uh, but he got them, like, cuts. Like, he been stabbed. And, like, his YA was terrible. But I guess YA's in Compton would be bad. But he got hella stab mark. But he was cut the fuck up and handsome. And his line was beautiful. And I was like, oh. Oh. Yeah, he, had a, he did have a fantastic lineup. Like, the barber working on this film, A1. And here's the thing, like he's light skinned and buff, and he's like did juvie time. His dick's getting wet, so I mean, like his life wouldn't be hard, you know. Maybe sell some crack, maybe because you're not scared of shit. Sell some crack, you know, because your mom's not gonna be mad at you if you sell some crack, nigga. Sell some crack, you know, get get fresh, nigga. You know, don't be dumb. Or you can be a murderer. You can be a hitman, bro. Because niggas need niggas need to be whacked in the hood, bro. Sometimes niggas need to be whacked. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> hey, hey, being a hitman in the hood is. Very lucid, and nobody <laughs> snitches on you because <laughs> they know what you do. <laughs> like if you knock down three bodies, niggas know you about that life, and it's like, well, he's, his his soul's already gone, so let's not fuck him over. Anyway, um, so it's halftime at the big homecoming game, and uh, what's his name? Shot Ricky, Ricky from Boys in Hood. Okay, let's call him Ricky because he looked very similar. Mm-hmm. Um, he's in the locker room by himself. Well, there, there was a pep talk about you know we got to win. And the coach says, you know what, Ricky? It's all on you. Uh-huh. Don't even, everybody else, just shut up. Exactly. You guys, die. Die for him. All right? So you can take his victory because he's the only one going to college. And so he's by himself and he's a fucking giant fucking speak, speak specimen of a man. He is what they were trying to make when they were making, when they were uh, genetically engineering them, them slaves. All right? Mm-hmm. That's the, him and LeBron. All right? So uh, he sees a killer, and he's his size. I guess he runs from him because he's in full pad. He's in full armor. 
And he could have just like dropped the shoulder on him and just knocked him concussed him. And it makes sense that he would be completely by himself mm-hmm. at this point in time. But anyway, he sprains his ankle. He sprains his ankle, and then he's out for the season, six more weeks. And then they laughed at him because he wiped his. Oh, there's two. Uh... Oh no, there was a Friday reference. Um, and so he was, and he wouldn't tell him why he sprained his ankle because he was like, "Hey, this nigga was chasing me, and he was hooded." He was like, "If that is told me a nigga in all black was chasing me in the locker room, they'd be like, oh, shit, goddamn." That shit sounds scary. It's probably time. That conveniently happens a lot in this movie mm-hmm. because uh, Ronnie didn't say anything mm-hmm. either when he saw Chauncey outside. He's mm-hmm. like, oh, well, uh, sometimes I just run into a street with a bat. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I was trying to look tough. Anyway, and so, yeah. It's it's homecoming time. And, uh, Finally. Andre and Gina are going together and the the two evil light-skinned kids are going together. And the Mexican kids. And um, Andre gets in the car and he's like, man, I, I just came to you because I didn't want you to drive up to the hills. Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't want people knowing I'm I'm from a good family with both parents. Yeah, and then he explains again that it's hard um, being light skinned, being being privileged and light skinned mm-hmm. in Compton. Yep, um, exactly what he said. Then then all the teens meet and Unique is there, and he's like, "I'm cool with just going to the dance with this underage girl." Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah. she's eighteen. No, she's eighteen. She said eighteen. Yeah, that's true. In front of people. In front of people. He has witnesses. <laughs> Did you other teens hear this? Yes. <laughs> and so uh, they meet outside, and then uh, uh, Mexican girl was like, that sounds racist now. <laughs> Tiffany. Tiffany was like, yeah. Uh, they had no character development in the whole thing. That's why we don't remember their names, all right? <laughs> they were cannon fodder, right? And they just they threw some Spanish in there, right? There's eight bodies in this film, and these kids are one of them. Mm-hmm. They, they leave to go. She takes uh, her boyfriend to the park to break up with them. Yeah, like it. They all deserve to die. Except for the Mexican <laughs> kid. The dude. He didn't. He didn't do anything. No, nah, he didn't do anything. He called you Nick Corny. I guess he had to die. Uh, he was a fucking dick rider. He, dick riding get you killed. <laughs> I've seen it happen. <laughs> look at your bears. I'm really not going to look at your browsing history now. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, yeah. Uh, so they get killed. They get killed in a park. Uh, he gets murked because he's fucking six foot four and a, a specimen of a uh, man. Because he gets killed out easily. And uh, Tiffany runs, as I mentioned earlier. Her, darts. Her character development is that she runs. Actually, all these kids had darts because mm-hmm. Lisa had darts too. Uh, actually, the slowest looking person was the jock guy, but he had darts anyway. That's how you. Anyway, but so she she, she to, to uh, clear like a park bench. It's like mm-hmm. maybe like a foot and a half tall. Mm-hmm. And she falls, and her uh, her Breaks. shin her shin fucking shatters. Shatters, like even if she got away, she'll never dance again. No, never dance the bachata. And uh, then she gets her head bashed in with a fucking cement rock that wasn't even like a like a, a fine one. It was just like a piece of shit that broke off because we're not taking care of the schools and around the black areas, even though there's money too. Man, Chauncey is a uh, very uncreative. He did two head bashings in a row. Hey, you work with what you got, baby. That's true. Um, cut to teens dancing to more fictional music. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, no, they all walk in. They all walk in, and they was like, "Oh, super football star, yeah!" And somebody's like, "Is that unique?" Ain't that nigga like thirty five? What the <laughs> fuck is he doing at a high school dance? <laughs> and then he goes up and performs "Hoochie Love." I don't know how he performs it because one, did Derek have the track ready for him? Of course he did. He he had it ready. I mean, he keep instrumentals on deck, baby. It is a hit. I'm sure he had to. He was on the SoundCloud already. Mm-hmm. Um, so he performs it. I guess he does lip syncs. Mm-hmm. 
Because the vocals are auto-tuned, so it couldn't be performing it live. Mm-hmm. Derek got that good computer, baby. This is that i7, baby. <laughs> a Lenovo. Yeah. Um, then he performs like this 90-second hit that we're hearing for the 45th time. But luckily, <laughs> it's the last time. Yeah. <laughs> Ever. Dun, dun, dun. All right, and so let's let the murdering begin, all right? Yay. <laughs> they, they, they murdered, they sprinkled murder out there, but then it was like, all right, we're going to murder this bitch up. We're going to raise the murder roof. We're going to turn this bitch <laughs> to 11. Raise the, or murder, six. the murder roof. <laughs> Shout out to Uncle Luke. Mm-hmm. Made a whole song. Had Stuart Scott in that bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. RP. He's a good one. He was. Yeah. He's the reason why we got radio talk hosts that day. He's the MJ. No, he's not even the MJ. He's. I don't even know who he is. He's that nigga, bro. That nigga, the nigga, nigga, the nigga, nigga. Jackie nigga. Robinson? No, it's like you emulate yourself after him. I guess he is Michael Jackson. Because after him, we got Michael, Michael Jackson, Michael Jordan. He is Michael Jordan of the broadcasting. Because everybody else, just, I copy the style after that. I thought you meant like broke down barriers with Kelly. No, no, no. Because I feel like, that, not that there weren't people of color, mm-hmm. but he made it cool to be like bombastic. He made sauce. No, he's Allen Iverson, bro. Oh, he, he brought, brought sauce. sauce. Yeah, he brought sauce, and then after that, sauce was cool. Like, yeah, Allen brought the braids, being a nigga from the hood. Remember, these all niggas from the hood, but they had to go to the good schools to get in there and shit, and so they had to act non-niggerish. Actually, the the starting five, the uh, the Fabulous Five, brought real niggerin, but then Iverson just like yeah. Weber and them. Yeah, Weber and them. <laughs> Remember, before Weber and them, they was wearing them tight ass and. Them tight ass, high ass, <laughs> fucking, your dick hang out. <laughs> you a little too long, your dick hang out the bottom of the shorts. Then they was like, hey, nah, you know, one of them niggas didn't have long pipes, so he just wanted to wear long shorts and shit like that. And and black socks, bro. Black socks. Them niggas started black socks, bro. I didn't realize it. Yeah. We was wearing white socks, bro. We was wearing white socks, and niggas started wearing black socks, bro. Um, Unique and Cameron having some movie coitus. Uh-huh. Oh, was it? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, and then he gets a phone call, and he was uh, his whole character was I'm gonna fuck this young ass girl, but I'm never going back to the hood because bad things happen in the hood, and so his head's not on the swivel in the hood. He deserves to die. Yeah. Also, you're fucking, you about to fuck a teenager. That's true, and he, he was, she was 18, fine, whatever. And he agreed to go without security. Oh yeah, that was a pivotal part of the movie. Anyway, so he gets marked out, and no one screams to save the other person right next to them. No, he did scream, but oh. the, but there was a little bit more commentary that she was taking pictures of herself for mm-hmm. Instagram, and I wanted to show that she was so self-absorbed that she wasn't paying attention. Which the which door then, locked. Which then got her murdered. Mm-hmm. He just got dragged out. He just stopped murdering after a while. He got lazy with the murders. Like they ran out on the murder budget. And so, uh, yeah. So. Um, Lisa gets chased for five minutes because the movie isn't quite 90 minutes, mm-hmm. but we need to get close to it. Mm-hmm. But she has great cardiovascular uh, stamina and shit like that. And so she goes through, like, that boiler room at Compton High looks very demonic. They were, That's not there. They had to go somewhere else to find that <laughs> boiler room. They sure did. Yeah, that was not a boiler room in a regular high school. That was a boiler room for, like, a huge hotel. Exactly, in an old hotel that's that's got a few satanic murders and that shit like that. That's when um, that's that's where they uh, created Freddy, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, she gets in there, and then somehow she gets to the roof because you know everything's open, unlike the school. Climaxes need to happen on rooftops. Yeah. You have to. That wasn't a climax, but anyway. Uh, she sees the killer's face, and you see that she's shocked, but she says nothing. Exactly because screaming, everybody's inside. Well, it's a dance. Some people are outside. Fine. Anyway, so she gets pushed off a roof, but we didn't hear checking to see if she was dead because he didn't hear no thud. 
or scream. <laughs> He's like, well, I'm going to presume that she's dead and leave. Mm-hmm. Um, the prom king and queen are announced. Well, she was already announced. They already did the palm cream cream dance and shit like um, that. But then this is part where like the bad light skin teens come out. Yeah, because they they announced them and then ten movies minutes later they were gonna crown them. <laughs> and then the black light skin girl comes out and she's like yeah, and then she pushes a fucking adult off the fucking stage because she's not trying to graduate from high school anymore because that's assault. Yeah, she'd be arrested for that. She'd be arrested and expelled. Mm-hmm. She's wilding over Lost in her boy. I guess he was going pro, so she really kind of messed it up. Um, then Andre comes out with an axe in his back mm-hmm. and Riz is like holy shit teens we're in a slasher film everybody fucking run like just panic yeah he Lu- said panic <laughs> he's like he caused more deaths than the killer did I'm like principal hold your shit together man hold your <laughs> he's like shit. I was in the army I've never seen anything like this in Iraq teens this is the most brutal murder I've ever seen everybody everybody run yeah. don't call your parents and then he knocks him out because he's still a grown ass man <laughs> he gets hit with like an NPC in the face <laughs> yeah oh, he's, hey, but he turned into that shit <laughs> He sure did. And so now he's running. Now the jig is up. And if you're the murderer, you'd have left. He was like, mm, mm, I'm not stealthy anymore. Let me just uh, put on my other clothes and bend into cloud. And so while this time the cop was stalking Chauncey, but Chauncey gave him the slip because, you know, polls. He stood behind one. <laughs> the, old, a, the oldest trick in the book. The oldest trick in the book. Walk. Bend a corner, disappear. Well, earlier you said that police only do as much work as they have to. Yep. And he's like, well, I mean, I, I followed him for a little bit. Exactly. He was like, I don't have any evidence that he is murdering niggas. I, I, did, I didn't see him do one single murder. Yeah. Oh, wait. Then he was like, he was about to look and it's like, hey, some niggas is getting killed up at Cren- uh, Constant High. Not to be confused with Crenshaw High. Because porn stars don't go to Constant High. That's true. Yeah. It, the, Crenshaw High is a porn program. <laughs> They, um, they do they they do soft over the over the over the shirt stuff, you know, get them ready for acting and shit like that. Okay, it's a there's a saxophone plan. Yeah, yeah. Um, I forget. So, um, uh, Bubba Gump arrives and he gets basically gets the killer on the ground. <laughs> Good job. Uh, he gets the killer on the ground, and then he demasks him. And he's like, "It's old man Rivers." <laughs> oh, you're doing it for. You're trying to get the real estate cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> You're trying to get no black people in your neighborhood. Whoa. Whoa. And he was like, hey, look here. He's like, you guys killed uh, Imani. And so I've been planning my revenge for four years. And then Chauncey got out. And then look over there. Get the gun back. <laughs> and conveniently, the real Chauncey shows up. Because he's um, mad this nigga be smirching his name. <laughs> be smirch. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, listen. I don't appreciate these rumors. Um, and then they wrestle <laughs> and Derek gets hit by a car. Yeah. Super conveniently. There's so much convenience right in this scene. It's it's pretty impressive. And then he was like, then uh, they was like, oh, wow, Chauncey, you saved all of us. And he's like, you got the juice now. And he basically told him, uh, uh, she was like, well, Chauncey, you saved all our lives. Sorry we pinned you for a murder that really didn't condemn and took away four years of life. And he's like, no, I'm not forgiving you niggas. Y'all killed two people that day. That's all your fault. She's dead because of you guys. Also, I lost my childhood innocence because I'm special ed. You know what they do to kids in special ed in prison? I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to think of just make them do stupid dances. (laughs) Maybe. Yeah, I'm not going to think of anything else. Uh, There's a super useless scene after this where the police go to uh, Derek's house Mm -hmm. and they find his killing shrine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, you got to wrap up the movie. And his mom is screaming. 
She's like, and like she knew about it the whole time. Cause she yeah. was like, don't go in there. Don't go in there. Like his porn was on the bed. Like that was bad. Or he had dirty draws. Like with like big racing stripes in that shit, bro. <laughs> but I guess it's implicating her in the murders and she would go to jail too. Yeah. But I mean, she has nothing to live for her son's in jail. And, uh, I didn't see a lot of fathers. I've seen one father and he, that kid was going to college. Yeah, that's true. And I guess the light skinned dude's father must've been light skinned too. And from not the hood. And so he was like, yeah, son, you should go to Compton and act like you're tough. <laughs> yeah that's true um then the detective goes to take a picture of uh for the gram i guess Derek yelling in the hospital mm-hmm. in like the dankest hospital ever it's Compton baby it's super poorly lit yeah it's Compton baby oh okay and then we see that Chauncey's on the roof somehow <laughs> that's what we love rooftops yeah and he lights up a menthol. The fakest part of this movie is this nigga handed an Asian lady. Okay, so earlier movie, when he just got out, he had an Asian lady $5 and points with some menthol. She was like, oh, you're the guy that killed her. And he slaps all the shit off the table. And she didn't say, leave my store. But she just gave him a pack of menthols. He paid $5 for a pack of menthols. That's fucking fake. <laughs> in 2018, this nigga paid $5 for menthols in the hood? Maybe she was intimidated because he's a murderer. Bro. You know how much menthols cost? Even the cheapest fucking menthols is going to run you about $8, $9, right? And in the hood, you can throw another dollar for taxing and shit like that. Them fucking menthol, even though they're cheap some shit, them shit's not $5, bro. I was like, oh, I can't believe this movie's fake. Everything's fake about this movie. <laughs> You're not even really stabbing these people, are you? So he lets a menthol and then he smirks into the camera. Yeah. Like he actually did something? Like, I don't know what that meant. So the twist was like, this asshole told me, he was like, oh, the twist is really good in this movie. So as soon as I heard that, I was like, oh, now I have to look for a twist. And the twist was fucking obvious when someone tells you there's a twist in the movie. <laughs> so immediately I was like, oh, okay, there's a killer and there's a big twist. He was like, oh, the twist is really good. And I was like, oh, he's not the killer. So immediately I realized this nigga's not the killer. And then, then I noticed Derek being special too. So I'm like, okay, Derek's the killer. So I, the last 30 minutes of the movie, I was just waiting for the reveal that Derek's a killer. You guys are dicks. Um, did did uh, Netflix suggest you watch anything else after this? Nah, Netflix said, hey, nigga, you really want to watch this? This is 58% of the shit you watch. <laughs> Netflix, and they were right. <laughs> ne- Netflix told me I should watch she after this. She, yeah, you know, well, they're, pre- they're pretty similar. Yeah, you know, uh, gentrification and shit like that. There was no gentrification. I didn't see no white people in this movie. Nope. Except for a, drug, a drunkie. Um people died in and then movie? he said black lives matter this movie was a spit in your face of growing up in the hood and any kind of this movie said fuck you I th- you know what? all I th- your problems are black problems i think jason whitlock was a producer on this yeah 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 it had to be rizza um candace owens blonde kanye <laughs> so he's like these little niggas need to know <laughs> he murdered that child but they also murdered that child. But he murdered that child. And he deserves to go to jail with real men. Real men, all right? Also, even though he's special ed, that's not a real thing because all they had to do was pray the special ed away. That's right. Prayer solves everything. Mm-hmm. And if that girl wasn't scantily clad, she'd be alive. And if that man wasn't prying on that young woman's flesh, she'd be alive. <laughs> that's right, because he's looking for Hooji love exactly. instead of finding the Lord. Instead of finding the Lord. You see the two people that waited? They survived. <laughs> <laughs> all the virgins die in this movie all the non-virgins die in this movie except for the tall Mexican kid because he looked like a virgin he also dressed very well anyway <laughs> he was fashionable he was he had layers he wore that beanie to the back mm-hmm. show his cut 
This school, I, I will tell you this: the wardrobe was amazing. I think the kids had to bring their own clothes. <laughs> uh, Derek's like made up clothing line was pretty weird. Had a gun on it, and they do not let you bring guns. They do not let you wear paraphernalia with guns on it. No, they do not. <laughs> At Compton High, <laughs> he had he had like an AK and AR on his, yeah. on his sweater. Yeah, so whatever. So uh, this is fun. Uh, would you tell people to watch this? Yeah, <laughs> I would. Yeah, I mean it's a fucking Netflix horror movie. Let's no. keep it like this: it's a Netflix horror movie. Not having to put pants on is. <laughs> I mean, that raises the bar for everything. No, lowers the bar. I'm sorry. Was Bird Box a well, better funded, better acted movie? Yes. Was it also 30 minutes longer? Hell yes. I'd rather watch this for one time than Bird Box for the first time. Bird Box actually angered me a lot more. Exactly. Because y'all told me it was good. I knew this was bad. Somebody said black horror movie on Netflix. Like, hmm. Sponsored by who? The RZA. Oh, I'm also going to get yelled at. <laughs> <laughs> From a guy that... Gerardo's right. Hip-hop. The glorification of gang violence and drug dealing and prostitution pimping and shit like that was bad. But hip-hop also was an expression of art and life in the hood and shit like that. It was our art form and everything like that. Uh, yes, but that image was exploited by... By white people. Yes. By white people. Yes. So what he was saying is like... Remember, they pushed that envelope of NW and everything like that. Now, he was one He was one who... he, Like, basically, I don't think that we're responsible for that narrative. Mm-hmm. Uh, because rappers have spoken on that issue. Like, Too Short has said that he was... Yeah. Push to make music that was more provocative instead of uh, making more music like getting it, which is about bettering yourself and getting exactly. out of the hood. Exactly. So I understand what Gerard was saying. It's not the worst thing that ever happened to the hood, yeah. but I understand what he meant by, yeah, hip hop ain't the greatest shit in the world. Because even Nipsey says, "My, like, we was not, we were not only taught by the streets that this shit was all good. We were also taught by rap music that this shit is the greatest shit ever. Selling drugs, banging bitches, calling them bitches, hoes, and everything like that, and gang banging was the best shit ever. They, them niggas was on." Snoop is a friend with Martin Stewart's. He's the greatest crip ever. All right? I think he won a Grammy. A Grammy. That didn't work. Anyway, my point was, RZA, who helped usher in this shit, tells us all, you niggers better uh, eat your vitamins well, <laughs> and I pull your pants up. What he's saying is, a crucial part to your success is forgetting where you come from. He's right. But also rapping about it. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not... I didn't hear that $2 million album because... Uh, Tony Skrillex bought it. But I'm pretty sure they're still rapping about the same shit that got him famous. Are they rapping about uh, college fund and about uh, paying... about If you get a fucking school, to, school loan, pay your interest while you're in college. So all you have to do is pay the loan back. And there's a difference between debt and bad debt. It's okay to be in college. It's okay to be in debt from college. Just don't let it go to bad debt. Everybody needs a little bit of debt. That builds your credit fucking score. Just saying. He didn't talk about that shit. Are they talking about that shit on the album? I don't know. Because Martin Skrillex has it. And he's a terrible person. He's a shitty person. Yes, he is. Anyway. Um, got anything else for we wrap up? Never wrap it up. Shout out to Ric Flair, the Four Horsemen, Lil Mike, Lacey Alexander, Rest in Peace, Nancy Hustle. Um, I want to shout out the Lord for making this podcast possible. Good job. I was going to give a new shout out. I forgot who it was. was Somebody it, told me. Was it Jesus? Oh, shout out to uh, 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 Mac, Sean Spencer. Deshaun Spencer, he said, I listen to your show. That's all you got to do is tell me. I listen to your show. You get a shout out. 
<laughs> I appreciate people do that. Yeah, and just let me know. Especially when you didn't know for years. So he, I, I knew he listened, but it just reminded me of saying he listened. So I'm talking about it right now. <laughs> so he was like, nigga, I know he doesn't say nigga because he hates, he, he hates the word. So he goes, I almost turned off your fucking uh, Infinity War review because you started talking about Nick Bosa. I started cracking. The, I'm driving. I almost fucking crashed because I shouldn't be texting and driving and shit like that. But I was cracking. I was like, all right, I'm sorry. I won't talk about you no more. <laughs> Shout out to Mac. Shout out to Pool. Pool listens. Uh, anybody else that listens, just let me know you listen. Uh, me also. I appreciate that also. You guys are good people. Uh, everybody, thanks for listening to the show. We really appreciate it. Follow us on Twitter at All Pods Matter. Uh, like us on Facebook. We really need more likes on Facebook. We have an embarrassingly small amount of likes. I think we're going to start filling our ad revenue just on, not ad revenue, our ad, our, our production budget budget on, on, on Facebook. That's all we're going to do it for because we don't like being on there. So No, just... it's it's a terrible place. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody... I'm, like, I'm like, you know what? I really want yesterday's news today. Bro, like they were having like a philosophical argument on Facebook that we've had like ten years ago on Twitter, and it was all wrong, bro. I'm gonna tell you about it off the air because I don't want the person. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want the person to be like, "This nigga Victor's talking about me." Right. But I love. I need Facebook has its use. I need Facebook. I'm gonna be talking to y'all niggas a lot. <laughs> These niggas don't text anymore. All right, uh, uh, musical guest this week is Danny the Paladin. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks for lending music to the show. Oh, also, um, come to Fanime and see us uh, do stuff. See him do stuff. Well, see me do stuff. This is, I got a panel going on. Vic's not going to be there. I'm you like, said Mag West, you got a panel. Yeah, that too. Yeah, you didn't tell me there was a panel for Fanime. I'm not going to have this conversation on there. I didn't know there was a panel for Fanime. Go ahead. Uh, there's a panel there about uh, is your nerddom inclusive? Um, also, come to the Nerdcore Cypher on Friday night and Saturday night. Two up, two down. For less than they say you should say you will not Give them a cock and a cock and a prayer Say that we promise we'll never be bought So give us a dream and give us a drought And teach us what everything is about In war and in money and sickness and health The government owes a rebellion now That isn't half of the sick of the steez Think what we sow, if this what we reap We settle for win when we should play for keeps We begging for sleep and we wonder how queens could reap If ever the moment will come It is come when the secrets begin to be beasts Punish the sheep but don't stop any keepers Sleeping on tea, recharging on peepers you ever decided you had enough and discarded the thought with distraction? Have you ever deleted a message your spirit was telling you needed in action? Have you hidden your heart away hoping to God when you fake it? You write out the storm, the storm is inside. If you really want to ride it, you won't be safe anymore. We ride to match velocity. We run in every direction. I feel the mirror screaming, Danny the Paladin, Danny the Paladin. A shift in our cognition to be warriors and citizens, both humans and the dead.
velocity One in every direction Hear the spirit screaming We could be paladins, we could be paladins A shift in our cognition To be warriors and citizens Both 